Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Now listen, some of you are suffering. The Bible says the solution is not for you to come to the pastor, hey, could you pray for me? I'm happy to do that. Don't hear what I'm not saying. The Bible says you need to pray. Do you see it? It says it right there. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. And the idea there, if you dig into it just a little bit deeper, is just you need to take your request to your father. Are you suffering? Talk to him about it. The book of James ends with several admonitions for God's people that apply to daily life. Pastor Robert teaches us that when we have a love relationship with our Father in heaven, we can approach him as dearly loved children. Our Lord shares in our sicknesses, joys, and sorrows. Abba Father is also the source of all of our future hopes. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 12, with today's study. It was difficult to break those habits, but by the grace of God, the habits were changed. You can do the same thing. What this is talking about, though, is keeping your word. We talked about this. Keep your word. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. That's what he's talking about, right? You realize you and I are most likely going to witness the end of this age? You and I. You know, I, I used to read. I don't know about you. I used to read the Bible and think, oh, man, to have been on the ark, would not that have been cool? I mean, to, to, you know, to watch the Red Sea part. To see the, the armies of Pharaoh swallowed up by the... Wouldn't that have been just amazing? When, when Elijah called down the fire from heaven and, you know, the, consumed the altar and, and then he takes a sword and just all those false prophets, he just killed them all. To have been there. To see Lazarus come forth. Wow. Do you understand that all those people want to be here now? They would love to be walking in your shoes to witness what Jesus is about to do. Because he's about to rapture the church. If I'm right, seven years later, we're all coming back together. And he's taking over everything. And there won't be any more of this... Cold War tension between Russia and the United States, and there, there won't be any more turmoil in the Middle East because Jesus Christ will rule the nations with a rod of iron for a thousand years. It's exciting stuff. I mean, seven years goes by like that in this realm. I think in the heavenly realm, it's going to be dinner time. I think the wedding supper of the Lamb. It's just we're going to have this big feast giant party we're all going to be celebrating and then oh it's time to go back yeah it's time to go back let's go man i hope you're going to be part of that not just a spectator watching everybody leave it's like oh shoot it was true i missed it jesus said in matthew 24 37 but as the days of noah were so also will the coming of the son of man be for as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage 
interesting to me, just this week it just hit me, that he used that as an illustration until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. They, they didn't know. I mean, Noah was preaching. The Bible says he was, he was preaching it. No, they didn't believe him. Jesus said, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. And then Luke adds to that, verse uh, 28 of Luke chapter 17 says, likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, but... On the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. Likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you that... In that night, there will be two men in one bed. The one will be taken. Did you catch that? There will be two men in one bed. Wow. One will be taken, the other will be left. That kind of takes on new meaning for us too, doesn't it? I love what Cy Rogers says. Cy Rogers reminds us straight people go to hell. Straight people go to hell. Only redeemed people go to heaven. I've got a dear brother. I'm so sure. I'm so sure he's a brother in the Lord. But he's been walking in the darkness and living in sin for the last decade with another man. So sure he belongs to Jesus. One day he's going to wake up. Two women will be grinding together. The one will be taken, the other left. Two men will be in the field. The one will be taken and the other left. He's describing the rapture, right? Poof, one's there, the other one's gone. While we wait for that, James encourages us in verse 13 of chapter 5. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Now listen, some of you are suffering. The Bible says the solution is not for you to come to the pastor. Hey, could you pray for me? I'm happy to do that. Don't hear what I'm not saying. The Bible says you need to pray. Do you see it? It says it right there. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. And the idea there, if you dig into it just a little bit deeper, is just you need to take your request to your father. Are you suffering? Talk to him about it. Then he goes on. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. And again, the idea is praise to God. Give God thanks. Are you cheerful? Give him thanks. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And the idea being if the the sickness is tied to some sinful thing, well, God will forgive that. If you think that, you know, there's no, there's no way. God's, you know, I'm being punished for this horrible, terrible, disgusting, wicked thing that I did. No, that, the Bible says he will forgive that. doesn't matter. Nothing, nothing can prevent your father from touching you, showing you mercy, healing you. If you'll come to him, that's what he's saying. 
The prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, do you remember what the Bible says about righteous men? No, not one. Remember that? No, not, there's not one. There's not one. Except for Jesus. Everybody in this room has issues, right? Jesus is the only one who does not have issues. He clothes us, the Bible says, in his righteousness. When we come to him in faith, those who belong to him and are actively looking to him can claim that as their own. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. You know, the Jewish people still revere Elijah as their greatest prophet. But James reminds us that Elijah was just, he was a man, just human being. He had issues, imperfect, but he prayed. He prayed. He trusted God. And God moved in ways that we often don't think are possible. But all of the mighty miracles credited to Elijah were performed by his father. Do you understand that? God is the one who did all those things. Elijah's part was prayer and obedience, and that's your part. It's my part, prayer and obedience. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Who does the calling? Somebody say something. The sick person, right? It's not my job to call you if you're sick. It's your job to call me. You see that? I'm just, what I'm talking about here is God's order. Talking about his order here. If you're sick, call for the elders of the church, he says. Let them, our part now, the elders of the church, pray over the sick person, anointing that person with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. If he's committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Not by the elders, but by his father, by her, by her father. You see that? But he does say you need to come clean. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to just say, okay, yes, I, I, I do have some issues that I need you to change. Please forgive me. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Main Thing Radio with our pastor and teacher, Robert Fountain. As many of you know, Pastor Robert has been blessed with a wife, Elizabeth, that loves God and longs to know him more. So much so, the father has led Elizabeth to write a passionate 30-day journey through the book of Song of Solomon. Her book, Come Fill the Gap, is available on Amazon right now. And we'd like to extend a special offer to Main Thing Radio listeners. 
For anyone who feels led to do so, your gift of $15 or more will secure a copy of Elizabeth Fountain's book, Come Fill the Gap. You can make a secure donation by visiting MainThingRadio.com. We've provided a secure way to give via PayPal right on the homepage. Again, anyone who supports Main Thing Radio with a gift of $15 or more will receive a personal copy of Come Fill the Gap, a 30-day journey through the book of Song of Solomon. Now, we also want to encourage you to join us each Friday as we share a special edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will tackle issues that we face as Christians from a married perspective. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues through the book of James, right here on Main Thing Radio.